petite Syrah, a little extra. Put this all wrecked in your cerebral cortex. You want me to rap? Think I'd rather take a nap. It's a wheel. It's your feels. It's, it's the best nightcap. Cheers. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the petite Syrah. And guess what? We all ate some apricots and none of us have um, had an anaphylactic shock yet. <laughs> well, that's Thank good. God. Yeah. Or histamine intolerance, right? Are we all breathing okay? Mm-hmm. I'm still. A I little... mean, I'm already stuffy, but that's from. Same. I think that's the pregnancy thing. I right think I just. I don't know why. Uh oh. Ever since the start of this thing, <laughs> all day. Were you eating apricots all day? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I never eat dried apricots. Oh my goodness. So wait, you said your oh, doctor yeah. was trying to tell you about. So when we went to the. Um, scan today. So it's not my doctor. It's like they had an ultrasound tech and then a doctor comes in and talks to you that works for UCSF or whatever. Oh, So she doesn't know me. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't know I'm a nurse, but she was like explaining what the placenta was. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I didn't say anything, but I'm like, I know what the placenta is. She explained it like three times. Like what it does for you. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. This is the placenta, and this is what's giving your baby nutrients. It's the afterbirth. It's what's known as the afterbirth. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm pretty sure Jessup even knows all this, you know, just from me talking about it or just common knowledge, right? Uh huh. I don't know. I felt like everybody knows what a placenta is. I mean, I know, but I I don't like. I thought you even worked in like an OB office. I did, but you know, it's as soon as you don't use it, you lose it. (laughs) That's true. I'm like, I know the placenta. It's a connection between your body. Body and the baby's body, right? Yeah. And it, like, yeah, it gives the blood and the <laughs> nutrients and stuff to the baby. Yeah. And then people eat it after they. <laughs> you can't. Birth you can the have baby. your placenta pills. Are you going to do that? No. Why not? No. What are you going to do with your placenta? I should sell it on the black market. Can I, I should have do. it? If you're not going to use it, <laughs> can I have it? Yeah, I can have it <laughs> if you want that. It's kind of gross, but okay. It's whatever. gonna give me the super I know, protein I need to like be you in a race. We were talking about. <laughs> um, no, but she was just explaining it. You know, like this is this, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm the one that told my other doctor that I have an anterior placenta. I'm pretty sure. So yes, do you? I do. Oh, so now so we that know. means that's why I can't feel the kicks. Oh, because the baby's kicking the placenta and it's, it's not yeah, big enough saw. to like make it through to yeah, your Yeah, so I should be sensory. feeling movements later when he gets bigger, but it could be a while. Huh. Yeah. What if he kicks the backside of your uterus? I don't know. I guess that's just your abdominal wall. So I have Or is it just anything. not positioned that way? I don't, I mean, he can turn around in there. That's true. But I haven't felt anything. Hmm. What if he can punch? Right in the butthole, and you have diarrhea sure. <laughs> at work, and it's so embarrassing. No, I'm pretty sure he punched or kicked my bladder a couple times, and dick man. Then I had this pain up in my rib, and it was not going away. Like all, one time, I hiccuped like earlier this weekend, and it didn't go away for like a day because I feel like his foot was just like sticking in my organ over here, you know, like the liver, just pressing right on the front <laughs> the liver nerve. to the rib, and I'm like, ow! Like I just had to find a perfect position. It really hurt. I'd like splint. My pill, you know, splint with a pillow to sleep. Jeez. Yeah. What so I don't jerk, know what was going man. on in there. Yeah. I was like, damn you. You're in trouble. You're going to have your hands I full. I think so. He's like kicking in there. You can see him moving a lot. Aw. Yeah. Aw. I know. You're going to have a baby. I know. It's real. Should we spin the wheel? Like yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Who are we spinning for first? Me or Jen? Sarah. Okay, I'll go, go Sarah. First. I always go first. (laughs) 
purple. What does that mean again? I have to is that the scary? refer to my I list. Is scary I, I think had it, it last is. week. Oh, yeah. That's um, scary, which is great because it's October and it's almost Halloween. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Let me think. I know. It's hard to think of it. Maybe okay. I should. Wait, what? Oh, I was like, maybe I should spin so I can think about what I'm... <laughs> <laughs> what I have to tell. <laughs> so here's one that happened recently. <clears throat> so I work in a cardiology office and there was this guy in the office who came in for a stress test. And there are many different types of stress tests and he got real upset because he did the first part of it, which is the you know running on the treadmill or getting the medication. I don't remember which one exactly he had. And then... There's the next part of it, if you're getting a nuclear imaging stress mm-hmm. test where they put you in a scanner and they take some images. And he was waiting in the waiting room for a certain amount of time that he thought was too long to get those images taken. Uh-oh. And he'd been texting his friend who was a doctor. And his doctor was like, if you wait more than 15 minutes, those images aren't even good anymore. Which in our office, the type that we do is the exact opposite. You need to wait at least 30 minutes after the stress test to get the images or they're not any good. So anyway, he was all upset about it and he felt like the tech had taken somebody out of line in front of him and because he had been watching who's coming and going. And there's multiple parts to the test, so he doesn't mm-hmm. really know exactly what's happening. Right. But he had come to this conclusion in his mind that we had done him, done him wrong and he was out of line. Also, this man had been on really high doses of steroids for the previous three weeks for a poison oak infection. Oh. So, you know, steroids can make people like... (laughs) Yeah. Lose their minds. Yeah. And he was all hopped up. So the way I got involved was because, (laughs) of course, they thought just let's get the nurse to handle That's this so because the nurses de- technically or generally aren't really involved in the stress test so he gets really mad at the the tech that we had at the time and then um she tries to reassure him and explain and everything and he wants to talk to somebody higher up let's talk to a manager <laughs> so they go and get the clinical manager who's not like the office manager but she pretty much knows what was going on and she talks to him and he's really upset still he's not convinced so he wants to talk to the doctor and she says well the doctor's seeing patients right now how about if I get you one of the nurses I can get you the nursing supervisor I was the supervisor at the time so she comes to get me explains the situation and I'm like well what am I going to tell him <laughs> but I go in there and I'm like thinking to myself, I'm going to diffuse the situation. I'm going to explain it to him. He thinks I'm important. Yeah. (laughs) I am the high uh, person that he wants to see. I'm more important Uh, than the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) So I go in there to talk to him. And this man is fists clenched, arms like straight down by his side. He's standing up in a really small exam room and he's pacing back and forth. Oh, those are the warning signs that they tell us to look out for. I know. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. This man's going to hit someone, and it might be me. And so, anyway, I started talking to him, and he cusses at me a few times, and he's yelling, and the whole thing was pretty scary. Mm. I I mean, I actually felt a little bit like he might punch the wall or just do something something. crazy, you know? Um, And then I found out that he had been on steroids, and then I was like, hey, it's okay. You know, he he actually even brought it up. And I'm really upset because I've been on steroids and I know these things can make you crazy. And I was like, you're right. It's okay. You know, that's kind of where I think we finally made the connection. And then 
I just basically sucked up to him a lot. I was like, what can we do to make this better for you now? Mm -hmm. You know, you've already had this much. You've had this done. You know, let's not let it be a total loss. Let's go ahead and finish the exam. What if I do this? What if I do that? So basically I had to go and sit in the the room while he got the images so that I was like a mediator between him and the person he was so mad at who just sat there and said nothing the whole time. It was so awkward. Um, but anyway, it was yeah. really scary, but it turned out fine. He got the study and then he left and oh we never goodness. saw him again because he wasn't our patient. And I'm sorry for him that he went through that with the steroids. So Ugh. hopefully he's okay. I know. And it is frustrating. I understand the wait at doctor's offices and mm-hmm. get tests done. It just sucks because I have to do the diabetes one soon. Oh, and that's I don't even a want to do that. One. Yeah, I don't think it's the, well, the thing is she didn't really explain which one it is. I have to call my office and see if it's the... Just the one hour one. I think the what it is is you drink it test. and then you, yeah, you drink it and then you get your blood drawn in an hour. But even that sounds tedious. I'm like, what am I going to do for an hour? Um, listen to a podcast. <laughs> That's true. I could do that. Or so write close in your journals about like, how you feel during pregnancy. <laughs> Today I felt the baby kick my placenta. <laughs> Today I felt the baby kick my bladder <laughs> eight times. <laughs> Today I peed yeah. in the chair in the waiting room at the doctor's office. <laughs> because they made me drink that nasty drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's spin the wheel. Let it be something good. Because I think I told all my stories. Pink is annoying. Have you ever been annoyed? Oh, wow. That's probably the number one thing I am at work is annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, mine's annoying, but then it kind of turns into funny. I mean, just because it's like a long, you know, it travels over a two week period of time. (laughs) Patients are no, you can only have one feeling when interacting with other human (laughs) beings. Um, (laughs) No, I was just at work. And this is, I was actually orienting one of the new nurses. I think I talked about this before. And this was like probably two weeks ago, but we had two patients that share a room. And that is one of the things I hate sometimes is when you have a patient, two patients in the same room and you're, you're the nurse to both of them. Oh, you have two patients I in the have, same room yeah, personally. Two mm-hmm. patients in the same room, bed one and bed two. And both these individuals were in accidents and they actually both had X fixes that you hate. <laughs> Ooh, external fixators. Um, external fixators, yeah. And they just needed pain meds a lot, wanted pain meds a lot. And it was just like anytime you're in with one of them, the other one wanted this, or why are they getting Dilaudid now? You know, just they wanted the same thing. Oh, they brother and sister? No, yeah, they acted <laughs> like it. They couldn't even see each other. Then, <laughs> then just it went on all night, like, IV allotted for you, IV allotted for you. Like every other hour, they could just get so many different pain meds. It was ridiculous too. Plus we have three other patients elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness there was two of us, even though I'm trying to get the new person that's orienting to do everything because that's kind of the idea is that she's doing everything. I'm not really helping. I'm just there as a resource. or Which slows you down. Yeah, but it's just, you know, you don't want one of us to go do something mm-hmm. because that's, defeats the purpose of being like the nurse doing it because she's supposed to be training to be like handling this on her own Mm -hmm. situation. So we survived the night, but I recommended to the lead, you need to separate these two people. And I was like, you don't need to separate 
like move them from a room, but they can't have the same nurse. Like Mm -hmm. this is ridiculous. And they're getting just too many meds and they're feeding off each other and blah, blah, blah. So, and that luckily she took my advice and so they separated them too. And I got just, the next night I was back by myself and I just had bed one. And luckily I could, the other one was asking for things. I could be like, okay, I'll get your nurse, you know, and I'm not going <laughs> to interrupt that. But even bed one was bitching about bed two and it was just kind of funny. What were they bitching about? Well, he's just like, he's always complaining and he's like making noises over there. Like it sounds like sex noises, you know, but he was in pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And then I work like my two other days and then I come back last week and I got for two nights in a row the bed two again. The other guy left, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I have this guy again. And he was kind of just rude, kind of just one of those patients not super friendly and warm and he's homeless and just, you kind of think of him as like a drug seeker Hmm. patient and did have like drug problems back in the day, you know, so it was already like really tolerant to drugs. So this is when it turns kind of funny because he ended up being way nicer and I had him two nights and the next night he was like asking for the Daisy Ward nomination thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is like when you, when a patient thinks that the nurses are doing a really great job, they can nominate them for a Daisy Award. So he asked for one, two of them. He wanted it for the previous nurse and oh, wait, for I me. I thought you meant he was asking for it for himself. Oh, no, for like, himself. No, he, he was actually asking about like writing one up for me Aww. and the previous nurse. And I was like, really? Okay. Like it just shocked me because, you oh, know. that's so sweet. I know. I was like, okay. Because these are the patients you least expect it from too. Because the night before he had said, oh, what's your name, Sarah? And I was like, no, that's the lead tonight. My name's Jen. He's like, oh, you guys are all the same to me. Like you just bring me meds. I'm oh, like, okay. Ouch. I know. That's what I felt. I'm like, what an asshole. You know, it's <laughs> like what I'm saying. And then the next night he's like asking for me and the previous nurse, his day shift nurse, who was a man, um, to nominate us, basically. He's like, oh, yeah, like, you guys helped me a lot, so I'm going to write one up for you guys. I'm like, okay. That's so, so sweet. Sort of funny. I'm like, okay, this is when you have to remember to just suck it up, being, you know, don't have those expectations, even if your patient's a pain in the ass. Like, <laughs> they're annoying the shit out of you. <laughs> it's all worth it. So you just give him some Dilaudid, give him some of those cards, put yep. your name on all of them. He won't notice that you've already filled it in. You just stay let him write nice on things. top of the pain meds and your patients are all smiles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the doctor was aware of what he was getting and the nurse practitioner, so she was fine with it. So it's not like I was trying to wean him off because she said, don't worry about that yet. He had just had the surgery to take off the external fixator. So <laughs> so you two would be like, give me a Dilaudid. So now your bones are all just loosey-goosey on their own in there. Well, they did another surgery. <laughs> they put them back together. They didn't just throw it in there. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that was just kind of... But yes, that's an annoyance when they share a room and they feed off each other. Uh-huh. Annoying. Well, he got that and I want that. Yeah. And can you bring me five towels? And where's my cranberry juice? I'm cold too. Yeah. Can you turn up the heat? No, I want it cold. No, I want it hot. No, I want it cold. You know? <laughs> um, why is he listening to the TV so loud? Yeah. I want it TV's louder. Loud. I want it more quiet. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. That's why that sucks. Sharing a room. I'm I mean, so I ready it. to go back in the hospital. I'm ready for Have all this. fun. I can't wait to hear your stories. You're going to make some good podcasts after that. <laughs> That's why I'm doing it. Yep. All the stories. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.